Hi everybody, Robbie here. My new novel, Splatterfest, is out today, available for purchase. Here is a brief description. This year's Splatterfest will be a real killer. Horror film convention Splatterfest is a haven for the goriest, grimiest, and weirdest horror films in the world. This year, it's bigger than ever in a special location, the Kalman Compound, the site of a cult massacre. The spotlight is on the premiere of Midnight Star, a film about the cult and its gruesome end. Thousands are attending, including horror fanatic Stephanie Watts. Steph is working the event, using opportunity to meet her favorite stars. Guests include legendary directors, renowned scream queens, and infamous movie monsters. It's not all fun and games, however, as Steph sees the ugly side of Hollywood, filled with spite and backstabbing. Despite the hiccups, everything is running smoothly. But then, the celebrities start dying. Looking like accidents at first, Steph finds connections to the long-dead Midnight Star cult and suspects murder. Someone is targeting the stars, and it may be one of their own. As the death count rises, Steph must find the killer before it's too late. If she fails, Splatterfest will live up to its name. Splatterfest releases November 22nd and is available on Amazon. There's a link in the description, or you can find a link on my website, RobbieDorman.com. It's a great book for fans of Scream and whodunit slashers. I'd love for you to check it out. Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie, although I am getting a little tired of them naming episodes that have absolutely nothing to do with the content of the episode. I mean, to be fair, it's sort of, I mean, it has Mar. it's Marge is a mommy and beer is Mo. He's a bartender. So it's sort of. No. Okay. I'm trying. No. I tried to stretch it. You're you right. You tried and it was a valiant effort, but no. No, okay. you're right. The mommy beer has nothing to do with this episode. Um there it's it's just they just went oh mo and marge what's what are they and that they did the same thing i just did but this episode's inexplicable for ten thousand reasons so uh that i think the title is the least of it hi guys we are brought to you by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two dollars a month you get access to all our bonus material bunch of back podcast hundreds of hours of matt and i just rambling about garbage Oh wait, I mean well, talking to be fair, the first the first few years were about good things. Talking no, Matt and I talking cogently and making brilliant, clever insights about both the Simpsons and everything connected to the Simpsons. Uh, we have a person to thank, Matt. Fantastic. Dominic Schneider. Thank you, Dominic. Thank you, Dominic. This week's episode is Mommy Beerist, episode G-A-B-F-01, originally aired January 30th, 2005, written by Michael Price, directed by Mark Kirkland, received a 3.9 rating with 9.97 million viewers. The couch guy the family crawls onto a living room made of sand. It disappears into a desert. It's as they, yeah, they, they, uh, it's, it's not a bad couch guy. You know, it's fun. It's a fun little. It's just a little strange. It's the only thing. Matt. The, 
this episode is bananas. What, Robbie? You think it's it's first of all, it's incredibly surprising that Homer pays off his mortgage. Uh, <laughs> the fact that most people take about a thirty-year mortgage, and Homer is supposed to be what thirty-seven and has already paid off his. It's like, um, did he take out a mortgage when he's seven? Did was Homer one of the few people in the world smart enough to take out a fifteen-year mortgage? Because even then, that seems Matt, unusual. I cannot, Matt. You are okay. You are. You are. No, this episode here. Before we get into the into the plot proper. I don't know if I've ever been, if I've ever seen an episode of The Simpsons like this. This is, I've never seen this episode before going in. Oh, wow. Never watched it before. So it's all new. I don't know what this is. It's, it's so crazy to me. Uh, what, like, it is, this is new. This is a new thing. I, I, and like, sure, it carries some of the, some of the, tr- some of the trends that we've seen in The Simpsons in the past few seasons even through the Scullyers, but there are still, it's still, it's still like, they find new ways to be crazy, Matt. I don't know how they do it. They find new ways to go insane. So the, the, that sounds about right. the episode begins with the family at brunch and celebrating because the mortgage is paid off. And everything you said, Matt, is true. Makes no sense. It's impossible. <laughs> how, okay, one, there, uh, Homer is. We are. They're the Simpsons self-described as as lower, upper, lower, upper middle class, or whatever the heck Lisa called right. it at that one time. They're paying off. They're paying off thirty-year mortgages in what ten years, ten fifteen years. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's been rough. They moved in when they had part, so that means they've had that they've had the house for ten years ish. Right. So they paid off a even a fifteen-year mortgage in ten years. That's impressive. And didn't yeah. the, they didn't really – maybe this mortgage – maybe like also it's been – I think it is was established at some point. They didn't actually pay the house off. They just – grandpa gave it to them or grandpa gave them yeah, the other house and they them, sold yeah. that house. I, it doesn't matter. Like it's just – again, none of this matters, but it just starts off with like, okay, they go to brunch because they paid off a mortgage. Um, we get some brunch jokes. Uh, we get jokes about the you know going for the night, the expensive food at the fancy buffet. Which yes, of course you do that. You go for the you go for the 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 the, the you you want proteins. Go for meats. Uh, expensive seafood, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then you also need a. I always get at least one plate that is just eighteen different desserts. Well, of course. I mean, desserts are one of those things you don't really make for yourself all that often because you have to eat regular meals. But desserts, when you go to a buffet, especially, you get the desserts because a f- that's a fancy? Just what you're there for you. A fancy the, buffet. The fancy. Well. The fancy buffet. Well, yeah, that's true. You definitely. I'm. I mean, go for your cheap buffet. I'm probably going to load up on the the nuclear orange mac and cheese. But yeah, uh, fancy buffet. Definitely getting eighteen different desserts. But. <laughs> It devolves into a food fight with between Bart and Lisa. Uh, Marge and Homer are embarrassed. This is all, none of this matters. This is all just this is this gives us one bit of information that's sort of important. The mortgage is paid off. So Homer goes to Moe's. We see a health inspector show up, but he's friends with Moe, and we see how disgusting Moe is. He dies from eating a pickled egg immediately. Just immediately, like as soon as it's in his mouth, he's just like what dead, and he falls over dead. Um, then we cut to I don't know a week later with a new health inspector coming in to Moe's. 
So, uh, Mr. New Guy, what do you think? Is everything, uh, hunky-dory there? Mr. Sislak, your tavern is rife with health code violations. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Like what? Well, for starters, the body of my predecessor is still on the floor. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you see, your trash day ain't till Wednesday. So, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Chicken skins and soap dispenser, cigarette butts in the air, toilet on the roof. I, I'm shutting you down till you fix these violations. Aw, oh, man, I can't afford to fix all that stuff. Oh, nuts. If anybody needs me, I'll be in a John. I mean, ceiling toilets are a great thing overall because it's nice to you know, feel the elements uh, while you're going. But there should at least be one accessible toilet. That's important. Focusing on the important things, Matt. Um, exactly. So the health inspector shuts down Moe's. Okay. Um, and I was trying to track the plot as we go, Matt. I'm, I'm like, I have this, you know, I have this thing in my head. I'm like, okay, what is the actual plot again? What is the actual plot of this episode going to be? You know, I'm like, is it going to be about Moe You don't all? know yet. No, we don't. And I'm like, so I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's see, Simpsons. Are you going to get to an actual plot? And is it actually going to involve Moe's at all? Um, so we get a funeral for Moe's because Moe's is shut down. Moe can't open it, I guess. Does, okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Does Moe own the building? It seems like it in this, right? Because otherwise he wouldn't be allowed anywhere near it. Right. Why doesn't he sell? Okay. There's so many things like you, if you start to think about it for even a second, it falls apart. So... Mm -hmm. We go to the the funeral there that all the that Barney and Homer and 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 Lenny and Carl are there and they're all paying service, paying tribute to Moe's. Moe's a tribute. M is for Mo, the owner of Moe's. O is for the O in the middle of Moe's. E is for acceptance. The feeling I always got here at Moe's. Oh, Mo! don't let him close you down. Oh, it's too late. I don't have the cash to clean up the bar. From now on, you guys are just going to have to do your drinking across the street. Um, which we, we cut to the gay bar that is across the street. And Homer's too fat for. Of course. Of course. That's that's how it works. Gay yeah. people aren't attracted to fat people. That's... Uh, I, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a throwaway gag. Um, I'm not going to... I I have bigger fish to fry. Um... Mm -hmm. So Homer is upset. He doesn't want to lose Moe's. So he decides to do the rational thing in this situation, which is take out a new mortgage to help save Moe's. Oh, I can't go to a gay bar. I'm too fat. Mo, I'm going to help you reopen your bar no matter what it takes. Mr. Simpson, for a loan this big, you'll have to put up your house as collateral. Put up my house? But I just paid it off. What would Marge say? Do whatever you have to do to save Moe's. I love my homie. Okay, honey, I'll do it. What's going on here? Nothing, nothing. Thanks, Homer. No one's ever trusted me before. Except for that one guy who shouldn't have. That was me. Oh, yeah. Homer, those cuckoo birds at the bank goofed up and sent us a mortgage statement. Marge, how dare you open a letter addressed to both of us? M six three one seven zero 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 six four two J. This is a new loan tracking number. You got a new mortgage? I had to. Our modes would stay closed forever. You gave the money to Mo. How's he gonna pay us back? Look, look. I can see you're upset. If you need me, 
I'll be at Moe's. Well, maybe I'll go to Moe's, too, seeing as I'm now part owner. Mars, you can't go with me to Moe's. I mean, how would you like it if I came with you to your mother's? I would like it. You never come to my mother's. That's because I hate her. Hmm. It's just so funny that Homer hates his mother-in-law. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, uh, we're going to get, okay. Um, so, what, do, okay, Matt, we're, I don't know, six, six minutes in now. Mm-hmm. We see, like, I feel like the joke, the, the, I, I, this is where I'm at. I'm like, okay, the plot is going to be Marge and Homer, like, at most together a lot. And there's going to be conflict about that. That would make sense. I can see why you would think that. But unfortunately, Robbie, you are wrong. And that is not what this episode is about. So we cut to basically the last scene of the act where Marge decides to go to Moe's to watch over her new investment. Until you pay us back, you're answering to me. And there's going to be big changes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now wait just a minute. One thing Mo Sislek has never had is a partner. Nor a wife, a friend, a chum, a casual acquaintance, a pen pal, a parrot, a meaningful conversation, a brief hug or eye contact. I'm just going to call the suicide hotline now. And they've blocked my number. Oh, God! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't feel like that's a good gag. I'm really tired of the most suicide jokes, and... Well, Matt, they're just Matt. It's a su- it's a mo ep- it's a mo episode, sort of. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this episode is. Uh, but Mo is in it a lot, so I guess you can, it's safe to say it is a mo episode. And so there has to be at least one joke about suicide. Of course, there has uh... to be. It's 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 in the bylaws, the Simpson bylaws. You have to have a suicide joke if Mo appears mm. in more than eighteen percent of the episode. So. Uh, uh, I they haven't really gotten to the plot yet, not yet, not really. What this episode is actually about, because it's just like oh, Mo and Mo, Mar- it, it has set up the plot. <laughs> it took eight minutes, and they they set up a plot where Marge is going to be spending more time at Mo's, and they've invested in right. Mo's, even though they haven't really invested in Mo's. Homer gave Mo some money. They didn't write up any contracts. They Not didn't. that we saw. Obviously, they would do that, though, Robbie. I mean, they're they're legitimate no, businessmen. They lit- We literally had a scene where Homer is standing next to Mo, and Mo just has a stack of money in his hand. You didn't even give him a check. You just gave him a stack of dollars. It's just, it's you know, like, they didn't... Okay, it doesn't matter, because it's not about that. It has not, the, Mo's the place... Has nothing to do with this actual. Really, doesn't matter in the in the context of the plot that much. It's 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 a it, it's a plot device, you might say. It's a plot device to bring Marge and Mo together. Yes, uh, we go to commercial seven minutes and fifty five seconds in, and when we come back, uh, Homer goes to Mo's uh, at the end of his workday, which has lasted all of like thirty seconds because he was late. That's no not surprise. That not a not a bad gag. And not a bad guy. So I was like, "Oh, I made it just in time to clock out of work." Because that's it's, you know, a, it's if you know for a, a ten second gag, not bad. Yeah. So uh, he finds Marge already at Moe's helping out because obviously Marge is now on the hook for all the money that Mo invested in his bar that he hasn't actually used yet, and it would probably spend on something stupid. Uh, Marge tells Homer, go home and take care of the kids. And Homer, of course, plays dumb. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, how many cigars is Bart allowed to smoke? And more stupid crap. Then, oh, no, you should go do this because I'm too dumb. Thankfully, for once, Marge sees through this and says, go home and do it anyway. Uh, stop 
trying to act like you're dumb. We know you're dumb, but not quite that dumb. He, he man, Homer calls himself jerk ass Homer. Mm-hmm. I know. Because, you know, the internet? It's a thing, and they work that joke in there. So, you know, it's funny. I, it, if Homer literally just hadn't said he hates his mother-in-law to his wife's face, I would say that, like, you could get away with this, but, guys, you write Homer like crap. It's not funny. Like, I don't, it, that's what they're doing. Like, they're like, oh, it's, again, it's this, just this reflexive, it's this reflexive, like, oh, don't criticize us or how we write our ter- our characters. And like, dude, you're d- doing it really bad. It's not good. Like, you should try and make Homer better. Uh, to be yeah. fair, it's, I don't know. The kids are an afterthought in this. They don't matter at all. They're there to talk to Homer once in a while. But otherwise, it's just like, why does Marge suddenly so invested in Moe's? Like, it doesn't. Well, because she, I can see this part because she was her her name was on the mortgage it was paid off therefore there's a financial burden that has lifted off of her that homer has put back on her uh because of you know giving the money to mo so marge wants to you know protect her investment as she says i get that and so i understand why she would be like that but where it develops from there makes no sense at all and I, well, homer can't if marge took another if homer took a mortgage out of the house without her there wouldn't it just be his name it Probably. would, but that's also the house she lives in, so I, I assume she feels some responsibility. Well, wouldn't they both need both need to be there if her name's on the house, the deed of the house? Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Remember our, our thing from last week yeah. where I just said, because the plot requires it? I know. We're going to continue that for, I know. You know, for a long time. I know, but this episode isn't really a – it doesn't have a lot of the plot requires and stuff. It just has insane things happening over and over and over again. Uh, between characters that's really why i'm so fat like i've been i've been thinking about this matt since i watched this episode last yesterday and i've been thinking of like what like what is this what are they like it's okay so i okay, okay. Whew. i'm gonna take a breath i'm gonna take a breath just all right okay let's continue okay so at this point, uh, we get Mo and Marge getting together to discuss ideas for what will be better. And of what a, what better way to do this than in song form? Because, yeah. Maybe some cheerier paint would make this place less of a dive. Marge, my customers don't like themselves. Therefore, they seek the darkness. <laughs> well... As fabulous as your regulars are, a remodel might bring in a higher class of lush. Look, I like most the way it is, all right? And I ain't changing it for any dame, skirt, Susie Q, or face mesa. I had a feeling you'd say that. So I prepared something that might help you change your tune. This place is a diamond, but it's trapped in the rough. Yeah, well, the sign still says mo, so enough of your guff. Here's my new idea. To sell both beer and grub, we will turn this filthy dive into a proper old-time British pub. A British what? Darts and meat pies and lagering pint glasses. What a classy way to get drunk off your asses. Hey, hold the phone. An English pub. That just might work. In song, uh, my pop could be British instead of on pittish. So why don't we all? Ah, screw it. Let's get renovating. 
Well, I was thinking more like drapes and a paint job, but your idea is good too. Thanks. So, yes, as we can see from the song, now Moe's is going to be a British pub. Why? What effect did that have on the plot? Nothing, really. No, but no, Matt, no, Matt, Matt, Matt. This, this is the plot, right? So Marge and Marge and with Mo, with the help of Marge, is renovating the Moe's and is going to make it successful. And that's going to be the story of the episode about this new success of Moe's, right? Yes, Robbie. I'll let you believe that for the next minute and a half. <laughs> It, so, really, it really does last about a minute and a half. Yeah, that's where we're going for this. Okay, so uh, the new pub is called the Nag and Weasel, and it's basically got a picture of Marge and Moe on the front uh, as the titular Nag and Weasel. Uh, and it has uh, garnered new people coming in. Uh, Judge Snyder and Lindsay Nagel are there getting hot and heavy after they get drunk. Uh, it's Moe's first credit card, which... Despite the fact that this takes place in like 2003 or four, he's still using the old slider credit card thing. 2005. Uh, 2005. Wow. That, you know, that. Sure. Whatever. This is aimed at I old mean, people. I'm going to I'm going to say Moe's not having the machine. I'll take it. You know, it makes, makes enough sense for me. It's the thing he hasn't. He's yeah. not going to, you know, the little chunk chunk. You still I still run exactly. into businesses once in a while that do that. They have the little chunk really? chunk. Yeah. Largely because that I think avoids some processing fees. Interesting. Okay. Like so, a quarter here and there. So they save. You know, yeah. it adds up. To be fair, if you do like a hundred uh, credit card transactions a day, that that adds up. You know, it does. It, it uh, that's true. Uh, but that takes a lot of extra time that I think most businesses don't want to anymore. I'm just saying that they still exist. Uh, okay. Fair. So. Uh, meanwhile, at the Simpson homestead, uh, they're watching a review of Moe's, a good review from uh, Mr. Boswell, which I think is a reference to a real person, but eh, it's not important to the plot. It is it is a reference to a real person, but you were also corrected that it does not matter to the plot. Yeah, uh, the kids uh, apply to Homer that Marge and Moe are getting too close. Um, don't know why, they just did. Uh Mo, uh, the, uh, Marge comes home that night and is brimming with ideas about her new business, and she's super excited about it. Homer uh, wants to get busy with her. Unfortunately, Mo calls, and Marge completely abandons Homer and to talk to Mo about uh, really stupid ideas for the restaurant or the, the, the pub, whatever you want to call it. So Homer plays trombone with his puckered lips that he was going to use to kiss Marge, and we go to a commercial. Yeah, why Bart and Lisa are like, man, Marge is spending a lot of time at Mo's. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, it, 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 strange. Like, why are the kids commenting on this? Oh, because the, the plot, the plot requires them to. Uh, but it's okay. So now is the now is the plot Homer miss? Like, what's the plot now, Matt? The plot now is that Marge and Homer are, or Marge and Mo are too close to each other, and Homer is worried uh, about it. Okay. This is the actual plot of the episode. <laughs> we it, finally got there. Finally. It, it took 13 minutes. But I, I like the second act is so short. I have this third act is actually like where everything happens that makes that means something. All of it is crazy. All of it is just insane. And I'm going to start with my first big problem with this. Uh, and it develops more as the episode goes along, but as the episode, I, I say this as the episode goes along, we're at the third act. This is the end. This is where it should be. It, they're still developing yeah. this stuff. But my first problem is 
Homer is worried about Marge and Mo being too close. Why? Good question, Robbie. That's the real question, isn't it? What? It's like this is season 16 of The Simpsons. 300 plus episodes. I think you and I think everyone at this point has a pretty good grasp on what what and who Mo is. And I don't care how much of a new leaf Mo tries to show in this episode. We don't get much time of like actual Mo in this, so who knows? Like that's the thing. It shows Mo and Marge getting closer together, but we only have like brief scenes of that. We don't actually see them spending time at Mo's together, working together. There's none of those scenes. So I don't really know how or why they have get- to take it as a given. I that's not a good that's not good. Uh you should that's a tell. That's instead of showing, that's telling. That's not a good thing in storytelling generally. Um I have there is never a moment where I go, oh, you know what? Marge is gonna leave Homer for Mo. Why would she ever do that? No, there's no reason. And there's, I think the whole point is that this episode is supposed to be from Homer's perspective. He's worried about Marge leaving him because what does he have to uh, offer it? Uh, what does Homer have to offer Marge over Mo? And at best, I can say that he's a slightly better person most of the time. He, I mean, Homer is that's the thing, like. When you have a Homer being an, a, a bad guy for the first act or two, or being a complete idiot, you're just like, oh, well, I don't really like like Homer. I guess Homer is better than Mo because everyone is. But you're just like, oh, why is Homer so insecure? Why is Homer so worried about Marge leaving him for Mo? Like it makes like I that's the first step. Like I just I can't buy it. I'm not gonna buy it. It doesn't mean anything. So what is the conflict here oh the conflicts homer's worried about it and you're like okay episode uh third act we come back 12 minutes and 53 seconds in matt so you have like not even five minutes of that second act second act is not even five minutes long okay um it begins with we have a trailer for the next pixar film matt cards i skipped over this in the notes because why 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 it's fine, but it's filler. It's not. It's just there. It's and it's. I. It, it's. I think it's. It's noteworthy because it is like the second time that the Simpsons have ever done three D animation. Um, they've never. You know, they, they did uh, Trash of Horror back with uh, Virtual Homer. Um, this is the second one, but it's a parody of Pixar movies. Not really a fair one. Um. Or DreamWorks. I don't know if they actually say the word Pixar or that, but it's a, a, a parody of like CGI movies at the time. Um, it's noteworthy for the animation in it. It's fine, I guess. It just feels out of left field a little bit when you're like, oh, it's a sad... Like, we leave sad Homer and jump directly into a trailer for a fake movie. And you're like, okay. Marge and Homer are at the theater watching the trailer for this movie where Mo interrupts them. Oh, Marge. Don't you love it when our hands meet in the popcorn tub? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Marge. Howdy, partner. Why don't you sit next to us? Hey, Mo. Haven't seen you in a while. Oh, yeah. How you doing there, Homer? Did you ever pass that G.I. Joe you swallowed? How do you know about that? Oh, Marge told me. We share everything. You do? 
Don't worry. They're just friends. There's nothing physical between them. Homer, can you hold my wedding ring for a second? My finger's itchy. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to work on my marriage. Or, alternatively... Okay. Alternatively. Alternatively, you need some popcorn. I'll, to be fair, eating your feelings is not a bad gag. Um, for Homer especially. For Homer especially. But, Mike, like, they, we, at the end of Act 2, we have Homer sad because Marge is more cons- concerned with uh, the bar. You know, she wants to improve, talking to Mo about how to improve the bar instead of, you know, spending time with him, getting intimate with him, whatever. Immediately, the first scene in Act 3 is Homer's worried that they're having an affair? Why? Which just goes to show that Homer does not pay attention to Marge, ever, and does pay attention to Mo, and over, uh, what should I say, he, he overestimates uh, Mo's attractiveness and what Mo can offer. He's more worried about the threat than, and, like, people are bad at, at analyzing risk, and Homer especially so. I. It's just... It's not even that, Matt. It's not like, yeah, you were like real world, real world psychology or whatever you want to apply to this. But it's just that this episode just is clumsy and it just sets up this weird, like, this is the plot. Homer is worried about Marge and Mo, And a conversation stops this plot from happening. Homer, all he has to do is Homer talk to Marge to say, hey, Marge, you're spending a lot of time in Moe's and I'm, I miss you and I'd like to spend more time with you. Can we not? No? No. No, Robbie. Why not? No. Why not, Matt? Because that's what a smart person would say. And uh, the I... thing we've learned about Homer is that he is dumb in every possible way. Okay. So, um, Homer tries to say, oh, they're just friends. And he's upset, so he decides to talk to Lenny and Carl about it. Oh. Something wrong, Homer? Well, I'm worried about Marge and Moe. They developed an intimate bond of thoughts and feelings completely separate from me. But it's not physical, so everything's great, right? Homer, it's time you learn the sad truth. Can I learn it at a happy place? Mo and Marge are having an emotional affair. Although there's no physical intimacy, there's a deep spiritual connection that threatens to destroy your marriage. What do I do? Engage your feelings. Become a friend. Get her a Life magazine from the week she was born. (laughs) Thank you for stopping it there. Because one, that's a pretty piss poor explanation of an emotional affair. Two, we've seen no evidence that they're actually having an emotional affair, and if they are, it's completely one-sided on Mo's side. And three, it's not that hard, Homer. Just talk to people. Communication <laughs> is incredibly important. But yeah, <laughs> I I don't even know what this is, Matt. This is it's just. It's it's like this is not the Simpsons anymore. This is not the Simpsons anymore. Like it feels like I'm watching. Uh, what's what's the name of that that new new ish movie? They make a meme out of it with uh with uh Carl, Kylo Ren and Scarlett Johansson. Um, everyone's story. Yeah, marriage story. Everyone's angry yeah. and yelling the entire time. Uh, <laughs> that's just sad. <laughs> that uh, it's like that marriage story is like a horror movie. It really, it feels like it's just there's no supernatural. It's just a terrible relationship where everyone hates each other. Um, it's upset. So, okay, one, Lenny and Carl are. Why is Homer trust them for this with their relationship advice? 
Uh, you mean the two single people, or actually, sometimes Carl has a wife. Sometimes uh, they're sometimes they're in relationships. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. Um. Why does and like they go to a theme park just for that gag? Which is that's not a bad gag. I'll say that. I'll, that's for, not a bad gag. That's at a theme park. Yeah. Although the father dying after Homer yells "stop," that's a bit much. Yeah, I didn't need that. Um, but apparently the show is like, who cares? We'll just have we we need a one more gag. To sh- we need to shoehorn shoehorn in another gag at the theme park to justify changing the setting. Um, yeah, this isn't this isn't an emotional affair as far as we know. There's no, there's no evidence at all. They're spending time together at work. That's it. And in the one time Mo did spend time with them at the movie theater together, Homer just like demurred and and just went mm, and ate popcorn. I'm like, Homer, have a conversation with your wife. What is going on? Yeah, that's all it takes is a little bit of talking, but that's that's a lot for Homer. Like, and that's the thing they just put they just push this they just push it along and they're like, oh, instead of, oh, instead of having a conversation, instead of making this conflict anything that's interesting. They just have this strange drama where Homer, th- and that's the insane thing, Matt. This Homer is so, like, he has existential anxiety about Mo stealing his wife from him. That's what this episode is. Mm-hmm. And it is such, it is such a crazy thing. I cannot, like, <laughs> how did it get to this? Good question, Robbie. Who the heck knows? I don't like. How do you go? Oh, you know, this episode we have all this Mo stuff. You know what? Mo's going to try and steal Marge away. And am I okay? I have a question for you, Matt. At this point, it's revealed in a little bit that Mo is actually is trying to steal Marge away because obviously he is. It's Mo. <laughs> but was that, it was ever in doubt. <laughs> it's just it. But the episode never shows us that he is. Like, why Why doesn't it? Because it it wasted too much time setting up this weird plot. I Like, why doesn't it have a scene early on? Like, that would be, that would actually make me go, oh, man, Moe's gonna, like, it, it's still not necessarily good. But it does set up, okay, Moe is trying to be a creep. And so Homer should be worried. Like, even if it is just for his wife's safety. Uh, and, and his wife's mental mental stability. Like even if it's just that, her, like Mo Mo is using Marge. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sucker her in with this friendship, but I don't really want friendship. I'm gonna I am angling for a a, a, a romantic relationship, and I and that's my been in my intent the entire time. That's it. Okay, it's not surprising that's that's what Mo's doing. It's what is expected, but you have to sh- like give us at least a single scene where. Like, Mo has, we get in a bit, Mo monologues in his own head about being a creep. And you're like, okay, why can't we just get that earlier on to set up? So so we know, it's not a mystery or anything. I feel like it's better to just know what is going to go on. It's setting up a conflict. That's how fiction works. You, you, (laughs) I don't know how, like, it's not complicated. So at this point, Homer does what he should have done way earlier in the episode but the, we, he needed Lenny and Carl to tell him tell him to be a husband I guess <laughs> sweat is, I don't know why so Homer decides to try and be a friend of Marge but she's tired and we we get some uh, uh 
I don't know, distressing news about Marge's plans with Mo. Marge, my darling, thank God you're home. I've been dying to hear your feelings. Oh, I'm too tired to talk. Well, I can go all night, baby. I could listen to you two, maybe three times. Oh, man, I'm tired. I have to get up early to catch my flight. Catch your flight? Mo and I are going to the Tavern and Restaurant Owners Convention in Aruba this weekend. Don't you ever listen to me? I told you ten times. Cuckold! 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 What's a cuckold? Yes, because there's no way Marge would have ever told Homer about this before. Or that he wouldn't have listened. Well... Here, I'll. I, I it's it, it's not a it's not a problem that it's not a problem that Homer forgot meant. Like I 100 percent believe that Marge told Homer and he forgot. The problem is that we didn't see it. Yeah, there could have been a scene earlier on where Marge is talking to Homer and Homer is in his own head and not listening, and then it's revealed that oh no, Homer didn't listen and Homer she did tell him. But we don't see it, so it's just going. Oh yeah, Marge, like you forgot, and you're you're bad. I'm like, well, it's not necessarily bad. People forget things once in a while. It's okay. You can't expect people to remember everything. Um, maybe he should remember that Marge is going to Aruba with Mo. But whatever. You and you think that Homer would remember that because it is keyed in on his anxiety. Again, whatever. It's all again plot device. This is all just to accelerate Homer's anxiety. Um, I don't know, like, it, it just gets down to the bottom of, like, does Homer not trust Marge? Obviously he does not. <laughs> I know, and that's the thing, like, why not? At this point, why? Why does he not trust his own wife? Marge, the most because loyal... most men like, don't trust their wives, I guess? I, I, that's the, that's the thing, man, like, I feel like this is written by, like, someone who's going through divorce. <laughs> like, like I, it, it, I don't, I will add that, uh... Michael Price, the writer of this episode, won a Writer's Guild Award for this. For this? Well, I, I don't... I, for writing uh, an animation, I I assume it's for this episode. Um, uh, but whatever. Um, I think there's... That the, it this episode largely is well relatively grounded, I would say. And I think it does... It doesn't get... Like, the, the, the conflict of Homer worrying about Marge and their relationship is one that maybe used a lot and goes back to early days of the show. So it feels closer in tone to a classic, a golden years episode because it's about this relatively simple grounded problem. Homer is not fixing, not making nuclear plants in his, in efficient reactors in his basement, you know? Yeah, that's true. This is the kind of thing a normal person might be concerned about. Yes. And I think that's the thing that I'm going to, you know, there's no, like, they're not smuggling drugs out of Canada. There, it, it, it feels like relatively normal. It feels like it could be the plot of a romantic comedy. You know, it, it doesn't feel crazy. It's not Looney Tunes for the most part uh, until we get to the plane a little bit, mm-hmm. but it feels more grounded. I think it, I'm going to say it tricks the audience. It tricks you into thinking like, oh, this feels like a normal episode. Um, I also included that cuckold bit because I hate that word, but it's, it still made me laugh that now we, it's such a, it's like a slang 
now very popular yeah. online. Um, and I that's I think my problem with it. Like people co-opt these words get just co-opted into our slang and like why um but, and why does homer so worried about this now um doesn't trust his own wife i guess not, i get not trusting mo i get it like maybe he should talk to mo be like hey marge is too nice to understand what you're trying to do but i get it and back the heck off yeah like say something <laughs> it, it yeah. is like they have a relationship homer has known mo for a long time he literally saves the bar that never comes into play, by the way. They don't ever, Homer never has a conversation with Mo. It just, they have to, because that would defeat the plot, because it would cut off this big climactic scene. So Homer, Marge is going to go to Aruba with, uh, with Mo. They're in, they get, they get to, uh, they get on the plane. I don't know why Homer, like, we just cut to them on getting onto the plane, we don't have a scene where Homer talks to Marge and says, hey, Marge, I'm feeling away. We just have them on the plane and then the kids talking to Homer and telling him to go stop the plane. Like, what about all the time spent in between where Marge is getting ready to go to the airport and packing her bags? What did Homer do then? Apparently nothing. So we find we cut to the the air, the, the, the airplane. They're both on it. They're sitting next to each other. And we finally get a scene that reveals that Mo, yes, is still a scumbag. Uh, you know, Marge, I've uh, really enjoyed you working at the bar. Me too, Mo. What a nice surprise that we've become friends. Yeah. Oh, Marge, I'm so in love with you. And tonight, after some surf and turf and a bottle of champagne, maybe some Snickers pie, I'll explain how the hotel made a little mistake and we gotta stay in the same room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mo, your upper lip is trembling. Yeah, I'm just excited because they're showing an episode of Boy Meets World on this flight. Oh, no, wait, that's only on flights from Europe. We just get that little plane. Hey, wait a minute, what the hell is that? Uh, the thing that How convenient. the thing that Mo is referring to is a little picture of Homer on the flight tracker, uh, which is following Homer is following them in a car. Uh, well, it's that, not really a car at this point. It's a uh, uh, little stairs that they drive up to the plane. No, he's still in a car at this point, Matt. He's in his car. He gets stopped by the police. Then oh, they okay. escort him, and then he's on the little uh, what do you call it? Little stairs, the little motorized drive. stairs. What do you say? I said drive upstairs, but motorized stairs. This is good too. Like a little, a little. It's like a little stairs car. Yeah. You just get a little, get a little motorized, little, little portable stairs. So Mo's still a little bad guy. And you're like, okay, I know, but thanks for telling me now. It's like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, it's important that we know in the last few seconds. Yeah, it's like two minutes left in this episode. So uh, we, <laughs> uh, the Mo is being. Mo just finally reveals himself as Mo, and Homer intercepts the pl- Mo sees Homer, sees Homer's trying to intercept the plane. We get some back and forth about trying to stop him. Homer finally gets on the plane, <laughs> and we get more back and forth between them, and and there's like this whole dialogue where Homer has to prove that he knows Marge. He doesn't know Marge's favorite food. Really? I mean, Homer is a very self-centered person. That's true. But, I mean, I don't know if I could tell you my wife's favorite food, but I could certainly name her some of her favorite foods. 
right? Like, even if you should be like, oh, well, I like that, but I, I like this other thing better. And you're like, okay. I mean, it, it's just very like Homer and Homer guesses ice. And you're like, what is Homer in this? Is he a, an adult man or is he a man baby? Like, which one is Definitely it? a baby one. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know that, man. But like, it doesn't match the tone of this plot. The tone is very adult and very serious. And Homer should match the Homer's behavior should match that tone. But instead, he's making he like his answers are, oh, yeah, my wife's favorite food might be ice. And you're like, what? Like, ha, what is this? So we get a scene finally where Marge gets to be a person and tell Mo that I'm not interested. Mo, you won. I'll see you at baggage claim. Hot damn, I won. Marge, I swear I'll be the best man you ever had. It's going to be all flowers and back rubs and how was your day, dear, and... No! No, I don't love you. And I'm certainly not going to leave my husband. You mean I listen to all your touchy-feely yip-yap for nothing? I'm afraid so. At least I had a couple of sips from your Coke when you went to the bathroom. (laughs) Homie? Marge, I just want to say, if you ever feel like cheating on Mo, here's my card. Homer, I made a vow on our wedding day to stay by you, for better or worse. And besides, I love you. You're my homie, womie, romie, domey. And you're my margie, wargie, bargie, fargie, gargie, margie, targie, largie. I may have dodged a bullet here. If the whole point of the plot is that Mo thinks that he is in love with Barge and wants to take her, why... Why do they have to do the whole thing where he's like, you mean I had to listen to all of your stupid yammering for nothing? I'm so sick of that. Like, even if Moe's supposed to be a bad guy, if he claims to be in love with her, he should know that that's not... <laughs> ah. You don't have to apologize, Mike. You're allowed to be upset. I just I hate Mo so much, and they had a chance to make him at least somewhat... A sympathetic character in this, and the, oh, Mo has you know seen a new side of Marge and really appreciates her and wants to be with her. But no, in order to make the decision, well, I don't know, to make it obvious that Marge should be with Homer, uh, because Marge doesn't have to make a decision. She obviously wants to be with Homer for again some reason. Uh, they have to make Mo out to be comically evil, and it's like you guys can have some subtlety here, just a tiny little bit. There is nothing subtle about any of this, Matt. It, no, it is incredibly ham-handed um like like why and why did it take 19 minutes for marsh to just have like a statement about their relationship like this like the most obvious thing like this is played off as like this big grand revealing no marsh's like no i'm not gonna have a relationship i'm like of course she's not gonna have a relationship with mo it's mo They, it's Mo. They call him a troll. In the first five minutes of this episode, a man calls him a troll. They call him a weasel. Like, how many times in this in this show has Marge openly, openly said, no, Mo, I don't like you. Go away. How many times? Over and over again. And, and 19 minutes in, like, Marge is like, no, I don't. I'm like, obviously not. <sighs> And Mo is just, and and that makes Mo worse. Even like they don't care. Like this is open. Like hey, Mo is a sad guy, pathetic. Mo's a pathetic kind of character. But the best Mo episodes show 
his humanity alongside it. And ensure that how he can coexist uh, as these two states. Like a person. Like, that's how humans are. That's how people are. People are not one thing. People are complicated. People have lots of things inside of them. They may show one side most of the time, but guess what? There's still different kinds of thoughts, different kind of behaviors, reasons for why they do things. At least the best, most interesting people, you might say. And that's what I want in my television show. I want interesting characters, characters with depth and nuance. Moe is just a cartoon goblin at this point. He is nothing. And they make, Matt, this is not even, this is not, and you think, okay, this is the end. This should be the end of the episode. Boop, 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 we wrap it up. Homer and Marge fly off into the sunset. And that's it. End of episode. Nope. Because they're all going to Aruba still. And so we have scenes, multiple scenes, multiple scenes in Aruba, just kind of like, I don't know. This is the this is the craziest thing to me in the world, Matt. I'm I'm when I said I was interested to you about talking about this episode. This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is like you would have maybe a scene with Homer and Marge together, and then a scene with Mo by himself as as a denouement, as a coda to the events of the episode. Okay, I get that 100. But then they go on to have. M- at least two more scenes with the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Wh- why on earth? So we see the first of those scenes. I have, this is basically, but this is both those scenes plus the, basically the ending of the episode. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but I wanted to include it all where Mo gets worse. You showed me you could be a really sweet guy. You can make a woman very happy someday. Wow. For realsies? It's true. You'd be quite a catch if you'd just shower and shave and stop swearing under your breath. Aw, thanks, Marge. Know it all, bitch. Oh, uh, did I mention there was a mistake at the front desk? (laughs) Really? Is it one that will change the sleeping arrangements? Could be, could be. <laughs> Listen, I gotta tell you, I chew in my sleep. Yeah, well, I sweat blood. Good night, both of you. <gasps> Who's watching the kids? Are you sure Mom and Dad want us to enter a European balloon race? Sure, why not? I'm trying to think what's more of a punishment for Mo. Margin, uh, Homer sleeping in the bed while he gets the couch or having to sleep with Homer. And I think him having to sleep with Homer is probably the bigger punishment. Why have these scenes? Like, in they per- some jokes, Robbie. W- can you tell me what the jokes are? It's funny because uh, Mo, they wanted some resolution between uh, Marge and Mo. That's not the joke. That's just what they wanted. And they said, hey, let's make Mo's whole plan work out, but also in a way that he doesn't like. And that was their idea. Like, we can make this funny. Did you laugh? I don't know where the European balloon race thing came from. Did you laugh, man? At these jokes? Absolutely not. Quote, unquote, jokes? Um, I did not. Okay, neither did I. I, I am, I am blown away by that scene on the beach. I don't, I have no idea on earth why you would include that in your show. Mm-hmm. Where, and it's not that, like, like you said, man, there's a chance of redemption here. Where you can make Mo a little bit likable again where you go oh i'm so, marge offers an olive branch and he takes it that's sort of. that's i mean ideally that's what i would do in this scene if oh, i'm gonna if I i'm gonna do it 
I'm going to say Marge is going to offer him an olive branch and Moe's going to take it. And it redeems him a little bit in her eyes and in ours. But instead, they double down on Moe being terrible. Where this woman, like, why on earth would I ever, after I watch this episode, why on earth would I ever like Moe ever again? Uh, because you'll forget. Amnesia. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the way... That's the way they expect it to work. If if the audience gets has amnesia and then forget this episode, because this is character assassination for Mo. That's what this episode is. Because it Marge that he has spent. Okay, so Homer one takes a mortgage out on his house to save Mo's the bar. Mm-hmm. Mo enters a partnership with Marge to make the bar a new to renovate it make it new make it successful they are successful in that they make it better they make more money they make it more profitable and foster a relationship a friendship between the two of them marge is spending so much time there that it's worrying the rest of her family they miss her and they they're worried that she's getting too close to mo so that means how many hours are they spending together I would assume like eight hours a day, five or six days a week. More than eight hours, man. There, she doesn't get home till four in the morning one time. Like that's that's true, but it's a bar, so maybe she went in at like you know eight o'clock at night. Bars open like at five, though. Well, okay, fine. Like twelve hours a day. Then that's what I'm saying. Like hundreds of hours over whatever amount of time this is. So we're I'm I'm just going like okay, so so Mo and the entire time, the entire I don't Mo is all Mo wants is a physical romantic relationship with Marge. And he doesn't want to fling. Mo wants Marge to be his like his wife. He wants her to be his. He doesn't want to just have sex and then they go their separate ways or whatever or make it occasional whatever. He wants Marge permanently. He says so himself. Mm-hmm. And that's been his plan the entire time. And then Marge tells him no. And then when Marge tells him and 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 they're going to Aruba just for that sole purpose. I don't. Is there an actual conference there? Do we actually know if there's a conference? Uh, that's a good question. We have no idea. Okay, I don't know if there is, but he's certainly go take her to Aruba because of this. He wants to separate her from Homer. And then his plan is found out. Marge rejects him. Homer uh, succeeds in keeping his own wife. Of course he does. Though there's no doubt. And. Then Marge just tries to be nice to to Mo and say, "Hey, you could you can get someone. You just have to be a better person." And Mo is miserable and disgusting about it. Like, why? Why would you include that in your show? Uh, again, a misguided attempt at being funny. Yeah, it's I, I, that's that is all I can come up with, Matt. They they think this is funny. That they think Mo. Being, massage, being a misogynist monster to Marge is funny. That's all I can guess, because it certainly doesn't help the show. It doesn't make the show better. It doesn't make Mo a better character. It makes me hate him. And and then we have, like, a weird Three's Company gag. To, like, that is what that hotel scene. And, like, again, tonally, it does not match the, the very adult tone of this. This is not misunderstandings. This is not like a cute romantic comedy thing. This is Mo being a disgusting human being. And to be fair, Homer himself is also all not a great guy where he doesn't trust his wife. He's incredibly insecure about her having what in what 
in all regards to him, is just a friendship. Right. All that he knows Marge is doing is having a friendship with Mo, with a co-worker at this point. Marge has no friends anyway. I wonder why. Because maybe because Homer's a maniac. Maybe. And then, and then, Matt, we're not, we have to have that capper where Bart and Lisa are are in, are literally floating in a hot air balloon in a European balloon race. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What is this episode? Idiotic. It's not... It's so bizarre to me because it is grounded relatively. Like, I'm not, I don't even think that, you know, like, we make a lot of, we we talk a lot about the third act action sequences. Third act is 80 action. But to be Homer, like, getting onto an airplane in midair through the toilet, and I'm midair, it's still on the ground. So it's not, it's, it is bizarre and, and cartoonish, but it is not that bizarre and cartoonish. I guess I'm just so desensitized because he's not building nuclear reactors. And he's not, you know, yeah. it's it's more realistic. More. But more realistic. More realistic. Not realistic, but more realistic. But more realistic. But the the show is about, you know, it's about renovating Moe's and saving the local bar and the relationships between characters. So it makes me go, oh, that is that is what I want, you know. That's th- and this is what I'm talking about when I say this episode is so crazy in a new way, and that I do want relationship. I do want episodes based around relationships like this. I want episodes where Homer it, and it's not about them trying to get some MacGuffin. It is not them uh, going into going to some you know going to some foreign country and doing bananas and doing shenanigans that don't make any sense. It is simple, based in Springfield, based around real life stuff, based around characters and contention between characters. But they have all those characters act like complete maniacs, except for Marge. Marge, is, Marge doesn't matter in this episode, by the way. She doesn't. No, her feelings are completely immaterial until the very end when she has to tell Mo, "No, I don't like you." All she she is just like we we are watching basically machinations between two unlikable men and it makes me want to go marge should just take the kids and get out of here like this is her life must be unpleasant if every time she makes a friendship homer is obsessive and insane like people have friendships outside of their marriage like i don't know how to explain that to a to a tv television show this is 2005 it's not 1965 nope like marge can have a male friend Especially when it's Mo, like what is, is Homer really? Again, Matt, my I go back all the way around. My first point, Mo, am I supposed to be worried that Marge is going to leave Homer for? If, okay, if it's Jacques, it's handsome, suave. Okay, maybe, sure, that that is something that could. And and Homer is being a maniac, so of course Marge is like, ah, eh, this is more, this is attractive, but Mo. Yeah, it, it's they wanted to do this for some reason. They wanted a Mo-centric episode, so they had to go to the whole thing of oh, Mo and Marge. Mo wants Marge. Marge doesn't want Mo, kind of thing. But then they had to make Homer be an idiot because he has to like actually be scared of this when he really shouldn't be. It's just like I wouldn't. Who is a af- Mo? I'd be afraid of Mo assaulting my wife, maybe. 
And you could have a conversation even when Homer asks Mo, he's like, he's like asks Marge, he's like, is Mo, are you, is Mo being behaving himself? Like, it's, this is not a secret. Mo's weird, obsessive behavior is not a secret. Everyone knows no. about it. Well, yeah, it, it's like, in order for this episode to work, Homer has to be a complete war, which is for some reason what the writers, especially in these seasons, seem to think we want. And no, Homer, we want Homer to be a regular guy. Yeah, he can be dumb sometimes, but he's not completely moronic. And it, it, you can't have, like, that should not be the conflict of this episode. The conflict of this episode should be, like, simpler. It's, like, not, converse, if conversations don't defeat the episode. No, a conversation should never be able to defeat your plot. I have, that's my, I have strong feelings about this. If a, if a conversation can defeat your plot, it's a bad plot. Yep. Oh, that's the, oh, we also, we, here, I have not even mentioned it, Matt. Because over the end credits, we have Marge and Homer, I think, dressed like Captain and Tennille, singing Love Will Keep Us Together, or at least singing Love Will Keep Us Together with wacky lyrics, in Moe's that is back to normal. Why are they still, like, what is the the final straw for Homer in that, like, he's not friends with Moe anymore? I'm not sure there will be one. That's the thing, like. I need my, I, like, I understand you reset to the status quo at the end of every episode, but I don't reset to the status quo at the end of every episode. I remember things. I remember what happens. Ugh. That's why you need Mo to have a little bit of redemption in the end so that you can internally get back to the status quo. Why, why do we have to say this, man? Why can't the people on the television show who work for the, do this for a living, why don't they understand this? Uh, people complain about zombie Simpsons for years and years and years, and they wonder why. Because of stuff like this. Yep. We'll rank it at the end of the show. Hey, Matt. Hey, Robbie. Is this episode broken? No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because it takes them to the third act to even start the actual plot, and then in the plot it's nonsensical and makes out Mo to be a horrible person with no redeeming qualities. They really just, they have to pick what this episode is going to be about and get started with it immediately. I mean, that's one thing about our new episode. At the very least, it, it got what was going on and said, hey, this is what this whole episode's going to be about, and they get right to it. It's within like three or four minutes where the actual plot happens. Yeah, podcast news. Uh, we did episode review on our Patreon for it. And that episode is, it's not great, but it does get to, it is about what it's about. Um, why, why are they, so they, like, there's all these, this, like, crap before they just get to, like, they literally don't get to the plot, the third act. The third act is the, like, the end of act two is when they actually get to the plot. And if you want to make an episode about Homer worrying about Marge and Moe, just get like it, you can have Marge working at Moe's way earlier in this episode. You can you can easily just say Moe's needs renovations or it's going to go out of business. Homer and Marge invest in it and Marge ends up working with Moe and making the place better. And you could do that all in the first act does not need to take so long. No. And if you want to make the story about homer worrying about marge and mo here matt let's fix this episode here's here's how i fix it mo doesn't have any ulterior motives what mo just wants to be marge mo likes having a friend 
Mo likes having well, a that friend. Makes too much sense, Robbie. And Mo likes having his business do better, and he realizes that. You know, like a, like a human would, like like a like a, a sad, lonely guy would say, "Oh, now I have a friend, and my business is doing better, and more people are coming in. My life's better in a better place. Why on earth would I jeopardize that by?" trying to steal some married woman from her husband who's also technically i guess a friend of mine i don't know anymore but you make it so that homer is obsessed and i i don't want to do this but is the thing that makes the most sense to me because those are the two options you know if you're going to do this type of episode you either have it so that mo does have is has no motory motives and homer fears are 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 groundless baseless or you go the opposite direction where Mo is the super villain, and he is do- planning this all along, and it's w- a war between him and Homer, and Mo is trying to trick Marge all along, but it has to, I, it just has to lay its cards out on the table. Which of those things it is? It can't be both of those things. It has to be one or the other. I would prefer the first. Not saying that you, but I, you could do the latter. The latter would be more of a typical Simpsons episode. But I, that would make sense. I would like to subvert. At season sixteen, I'd be like, okay, well, Homer is worried about he's worried about Mo. I would say here, if you make him more palatable, he's worried about Mo because he knows Mo, and this you could play up the worst of Mo's behavior and and make it look like he's a bad guy to Homer, and Homer's trying to protect Marge, and that is the message of the, the episode. You know, that's what it says. It says Marge doesn't need your protection, and Mo is just being a normal guy. He's he's happy to have a friend. And by the end of the episode, it actually Mo is tired of Homer hounding him so that he breaks off their their business partnership and just is on his own again in with Mo's. That's the episode. That's how I fix it. And that makes complete sense. It's humans acting like people. Like I don't know. Like, this is just mania. Whew. OK, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I look at the nohomers.net forum and see what people thought of the episode when it came out. Guess what, Matt? I'm assuming from your tone that they loved this episode, right? They really liked it a lot, yeah. Wow. A lot. And then, like, there is that we've mentioned self selection bias where people who don't like the show have already bounced by now. <laughs> They're not participating anymore. But, you know, when it's. I, over 70%, four or five out of five. Uh, well, people are awful. I, I know that. Okay, so here's some reviews. Terrific episode, one of the best of the season. I loved Mo dressed up like Marge in Homer's Thought Bubble, and then Marge showing up with what's going on here. Mo saying nothing, closing bubble as, th- as though it were a curtain. The cards part was funny and had great animation. The episode had a great plot with Marge and Mo. It was just hilarious. A minus. Just hilarious, man. Just hilarious. I'm going to ask you a question. Did you laugh out loud at... at at any point in this episode? Not at all. Okay. Never once. That's, that's where our senses of humor, I guess, ver- differ from the people who uh on the news group at the, at the time, at the forums. Next review. Uh, I thought, for the episode, I thought it was a good one, but not great. I noticed a lot of references to older episodes, which were always nice to see, and I also love the jerk-ass Homer line. The cards, par- cards parody was dead on. One I've been waiting to see is I have a grudge against those animated celebrity films for no reason in particular. I'm not usually a fan of the Merkin era style death jokes. The daddy line made me laugh. First act started off meh, but it was got good by the third act. Three and a half out of five, right up to four out of five for me. That was I. I tried to find more negative reviews, man. It was hard in in the comments. Um, uh, it was difficult for me to find ones that were negative. 
Uh, this is the this is one of them. This is one of the more substantial ones, and that is that was a rough episode to watch. Two out of five. Hey, there you go. It's there you go. That's close closer to how I feel about it. Um, yeah, there there is. It's it's uh, I don't know. A lot, a lot of people thought it was very funny, and mm. thought the plot was great. I this these are the moments where I doubt my sanity, Matt. Well, Robbie, you're not wrong to doubt your sanity, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, it will get better. I don't think that's going to happen, man. Not for a while, at least. I don't think I'm going to... I don't know. The movie is not too far off from now, right? That's true. Uh, it's, what, season 18, I think? 19, something like that? I thought it was... Was it after 17 or before 17? I thought it was after. Simpsons movie came out in yep, 2000... Yeah, okay. After 18? Uh... Uh, yes, right after 18. Oh, God. Yep, just another two and a half seasons of this. More than two and a half. It's like two and three quarter. Uh, oh, God, the next episode. Sorry, I just happened to look. Don't do it. We're not, we're not there yet, Matt. Uh, oh, okay. So we, that was, that was, that was, uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Lister Question of the Week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. I'll ask you a question of the week this week is what is your favorite Burns episode? Tons of great answers. Uh, appreciate everyone who answers our questions. Matt, take it away. All right. From Matthew, last exit to Springfield. It's Burns at his most crapulent. Uh, from Alex, I'm going with Rosebud. Has some great Burns moments. My personal favorite being when he takes over TV and he's on a sitcom with Smithers. Absolutely hilarious bit. Uh, from Benjamin, two dozen and one Greyhounds. He really likes the vest. <laughs> Uh, from Anthony, the old man and the Lisa. Every time I see it, I still laugh at every joke in Psych Gag. It has so many quotes I still use now. It's my favorite Mr. Burns quote of all time. I'll keep it short and sweet. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. When opportunity knocks, you don't want to be driving to a maternity hospital or sitting in some phony baloney church or synagogue. <laughs> I thought the way he uh, says synagogue is just a little bit. Mm, or yes. synagogue. Yeah. From Tim. I'm going for Homer at the Bat. This episode encapsulates Burns and, by extension, a lot of real-life CEOs pretty concisely. He scrolls Seattle to touch with what year it is, uses a lot of resources to attempt to settle a petty squabble, and somehow manages to succeed in spite of it all. That is absolutely right, Tim. Right on. Uh, from uh, Springfield with a dollar sign, everything involving Burns in the casino is gold. Also true. Uh, from Derek, I adore the season two finale, Blood Feud. It's a great one for Burns, showcasing his penchant for an antiquated dialogue, showing him as both an enfeebled old man and a real threat. There's genuine menace when he vows revenge on Homer, but the episode is also filled with outstanding humor that people don't give the second season credit for. Then it ends with a brilliant gift of Xapalapa Kettle, and the Simpsons wondering what the hell the point of any of this was. A great episode for Burns, and a great Simpsons episode as a whole on examining the show's life is kind of meaningless outlook. Yeah, yeah, nihilism is a, is a minor thread running throughout a lot of it. Uh, from Matt, uh, Burns is there. It's a great chance to see Burns buying someone else's gifts and Bart being the recipient. Soon Bart discovers he'd rather be in the middle class with his biological parents than someone who doesn't know where the, doesn't know there is in New Mexico. <laughs> it's Kern, stupid. Disregard. Oh, from at Energy Turtle, the old man in the Lisa, even at his most vulnerable, Mr. Burns is evil to his core. Uh, from at Tyler TMC, Burns Der Koffin der Kraftwerk. Uh, Burns cutting the 80s Hogan promo to Kent is fantastic. You'll see the Statue of Liberty wearing Lederhosen before I sell the plant. I did not realize that was an allusion to Hulk Hogan, and now it's even better. Uh, from at Hippie 200, uh, Burns Faircoff into Kraftwerk, it shows that Burns ultimately loves one thing even more than money, his power plant where he belongs. Despite deciding to sell it, he is soon willing to get it back at all costs, although it all ends with Advantage Burns. Uh, which is true, Mr. Burns likes his money, but what he really likes is power over the average man. 
uh, from at the board gamer. Raging Aid Simpson has grumbling grandson and curse of the high, the curse of the flying hellfish. Great tribute to World War II films, even though it's technically a grandpa episode, as he as Burns is the antagonist. It's still a great episode. From at Bort ATX, two dozen and one greyhounds because that he looks so damn good in that vest. Uh, from at the Andrew blog, it's an easy answer, but Rosebud, aka the Bobo episode. It's unique in that we get to see how amusingly vindictive, but also human Mr. Burns could be when he wants one of the few things in the world that he genuinely can't have. Plus, this isn't Kane. Oh, just works so well for him. Absolutely true. Uh, from at, yes, it's Aaron. Who shot Mr. Burns? I remember that summer I was ridiculed on the AO message board for picking Santa's little helper as the shooter. Even though I was wrong, I thought the sundial was a red herring. I was closer than anyone else on there. Very true. Uh, Robbie, what's yours? Old man and Elisa. I'm not. I'm I'm going to just be boring and use the answer I use typically. uh uh-huh. Um, but I love I love Old Man and Lisa, and I think it teaches us all an important lesson in that if a rich, terrible CEO uh, falls on hard times, you are right to laugh at him and not ever help him again. Exactly. Uh, mine is also the Old Man and the Lisa because it shows that deep down Mr. Burns has a colonizer spirit. And even when he is knocked down, he's going to do what it takes to get back again, even if it's something horrible, because he doesn't see it as wrong. Not, he's not a good guy, Matt, Mr. Burns. Go out on a limb, Matt. Say he's a bad guy. Yeah, going to say that. Next week's question is, what is your favorite Mo episode? Simple. Easy, right? Mm -hmm. Is it this one? I hope not. I certainly hope it's not. I'll post this question on our Twitter, at SimpsonsShowPod. You can email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. And it'll be on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thesimpsonsshow. I'll post it publicly so you don't have to support us to answer the question there. Move on to our next segment. It's time for the new Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The no Google Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. And try and stump the other. We are tied. Ten to ten. After six episodes. Right? Yes, yeah, six. This is seven. Yep. Um, I can do math. Matt, what's my easy, 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 easy question? All right. Your easy, easy, easy question. In Homer the Mo, what band plays at Homer's Hunting Club? Oh, um, I hope I'm not mixing this up with a different episode. <laughs> I think it's um, why can't I name think of the band? Um, Hold on, Robbie, it's not the end of the world. I know Michael Stipe. I can remember Michael Stipe is the lead singer. Uh, uh, it all started with an earthquake. Um. Why can't I think of the name? R.E.M. R.E.M. There you R-E-M. go. R.E.M. Shiny happy people. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. R.E.M. Okay. Your easy question, Matt. From Flaming Moe's. Also a question about a band. What rock band performs at Flaming Moe's? I believe it is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's incorrect, Matt. It's In Flaming Moe's? That's a different episode. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, Aerosmith. Sorry. Flaming Moe's. <sighs> fine <laughs> it turns out a lot of bands have played at Moe's turns out when you have basically one venue in the entire town uh, to host things yeah Red Hot Chili now Peppers. I can't remember what the, which episode the Red Hot Chili Peppers were in you don't get bonus points for remembering this Matt I know okay your medium question what is the name of Moe's bartending college it... They've made so many beer-related organizations over the years. I get them all mixed up in my head. 
Like it's like, and it's always they always use like tipsy or drunken, like drunkington or something like that. You know, they always use those those Good old tipsy McStaggers. Tipsy McStaggers. Um, it's some. I think it's something university. I want to say oh, it's either that. Or it's like a long, like blah 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 college of blank. Um, I'm gonna say it's just something university. I'm gonna say, well, like it's a bartending university. So what would a bartender do? Bartenders, they have like the what are, they serve drinks, but there's like a like a tap. They beer tap. So tap uh beer. No, it wouldn't be beer. It'd be like drink tap, tapper, tap. I don't know, Matt. Something tap university, beer tap university, something college of beer tapping, beers, tap, tap, tap. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cut you off there. Uh, it's actually uh, Swigmore University. Swigmore. Ah, okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers wearing crusty gets canceled, Matt. Yes, I looked that up. <laughs> okay, your meaning question. How much does Mo charge for a flaming Mo? Um... Like at first or after they're famous, after they're famous, uh, twelve ninety five. I mean, maybe with inflation, six ninety five. Six ninety five. Yeah, he came up with the drink, but I'm the one who came up with the uh, idea of charging six ninety five for it. Surprised you can get that one now as low as. I know, I know, I am too. Oh, I'm just thinking what a drink costs these days. Okay, uh, your final question: What is the name of the designer that redoes Mo's? Oh God. Um weird for the sake of weird eyeballs i want to say it's like a german name helmut sturder oh uh, i'm sorry it's for Maiko, the dean of design i don't remember that whatsoever all right your hard question <laughs> what three publications is mo on the cover on oh god uh i don't know the springfield shopper uh the the newsweek and uh i don't know parade magazine you got one uh, Springfield, Did I? Wow. Springfield Shopper, Timely, and Bar and Stool Magazine. Oh, uh, the Bar and Stool was the one I was trying to remember. Timely, that's good. Timely, yes. The Mo, the Flaming Mo is so famous it got on the cover of a Time uh, analog. Well, Matt, we are still tied one to one, eleven eleven, one to one today, eleven eleven overall. Um, we're both we're both big dummies. That's the actual. Man, I'm just tired, Matt. You know what? I'm just tired. I don't got. I don't have the energy to be intelligent anymore. Nope, not when in this in these cases. Um, that'll do it. For trivia. We can move on to our final segment. Something we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Well, this episode's very bad. Uh, uh, it goes really far down on this list. Indeed. Uh, it's, it's very bad. Um, the fact that it's interesting and bad in a new way does not make it better. Uh, then it does not make it a better episode than it would be. Um, it makes for a better podcast, I guess, but it does not make for a better episode. Is it better than the Ziff who came to dinner? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, is it better than Fat Man and Little Boy? Um, that that's a recent one. That what was, was that recent. Goose Gladwell, Matt. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, my T-shirts. 
Glitch Gobble is pretty bad. I'm gonna say he is real bad. This okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't. This it's this is this is a tough. This is a tough one because Mommy Beerist is more grounded for the large most part. You know, it it is more character based, and I think that's gonna make me more inclined to like it. But it then goes absolutely bananas with that. So I don't know if that does necessarily makes it like it. It's more coherent, I guess, but it's also incredibly me- it's messy in a different way. It's hard to judge at a certain point. Um, trying to remember Fat Man, Fat Man, Little Boy. Homer makes a nuclear reactor in his basement. Bart sells T-shirts. I'm gonna say I think I think Fat Man, Little Boy is better. It makes it actually yeah. it hurts me to say that. Like I really yeah, don't like again nuclear reactor in the basement. I really don't like Goose, and I really don't like Homer making a nuclear reactor. But that will tell you how much I really don't like Mommy Beerist and this weird yeah. marriage story plot. Um, but the next one, I I don't know about that. This is where I this is where I hesitate. Tennis the Menace. Tennis the Menace is terrible. Just it's terrible. Bad. It's I, really. I think, I think this is probably better than Tennis the Menace because even if it has a weird plot, it's at least less offensive. I guess Tennis the Menace is 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 nonsensical and it's just like I we talked a lot about the meanness in Mommy Beerus, especially with with Mo and Homer's weird irrational fears. But Tennis the Menace is open. It's just open war between all the family members, just being disgusting towards each other the entire and then they they then we have tennis stars for some reason like why are that like it like the entire episode is they get a tennis court and they hate each other that's the episode that there's nothing else in it um so that, <laughs> uh-oh matt's dying yep that's what happens when you sneeze these days i it feels like it sometimes uh i would say i uh, below fat man little boy above tennis the menace I, f- I think that's a, a nice place for it. I'm good with that. Mommy Beerist. Oh, what a title. What a title. Isn't it so accurately described what happens in the episode? Yep. The really funny part is coming up later this season, we have an episode that is basically the same name as uh, the episode we just had, one of our new episodes. Oh, the Seven Beer Snitch. Oh, wow, Matt. Wow. Wow, I didn't realize. Um, well, we have a question. We still have a question to to ask Matt about this episode. Oh, do we now? Yeah, the question is, do we shoot it out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! I cannot think of a single reason to keep this episode. Nope, zero reason. Everyone is terrible, and there's just no reason to even bother. Fire the cannon! Goodbye. It really does make me feel a little bit better just playing that and saying that. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does make me... It genuinely it's helps. Cathartic. Yeah. Uh, so, no. I. Uh-oh, Robbie. No, that's an end for no on that guy. Um, we can move up to the top of the list. As we work our way down, Lisa's date with density. Number 20, Ooh, 28. That, that is just such an automatic yes that we don't even need to bother talking about it's, it. There's there's just it's so nothing. it's 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 a it's a like it humanizes Nelson and it allows Nelson to be a flawed character 
that does bad things, but that we still can recognize his humanity. It's a thing the Simpsons used to do. Mm-hmm. So yes, used to being the key word. Used to. It's uh, a yes on Lisa's date with density number twenty-eight. Uh, I don't know if I said this, but Mommy Bearist is three hundred eight. Below Fat Man, Little Boy, above Tennis the Menace, a new number 117 on our post-Golden Years ranking. That tells you how far we've gone, Matt. We're we're 130-plus episodes in post-Golden Years. It's a, huh. long, it's a long road. We have yet. The Golden Years still outnumber the post-Golden Years so far, but we're... So far. It's on borrowed time. A couple seasons from now, we'll be... We'll be deeper into the, into the post-Golden Years than we ever were in the Golden Years. Uh, who? Uh, this list is on our website. It's the simpsonshow.com. It's embedded there. You can browse it and look at it and see where everything is. Um, along with links to our social media, links to our RSS feed, link to our Patreon. We appreciate everyone who supports us, and you can join those supporters and get a lot, a lot of bonus material if you'd like. Our next episode, Matt, you groaned when you saw this earlier. I, again, have never seen this episode. It is Homer and Ned's Hail Mary Pass. Uh, yeah. This is a Super Robbie, Bowl. what do you think this episode is about? I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, man, so oh, okay. it's, I, you can't, um, but it is, I've been, I, I see that it is about Homer hanging out with a bunch of athletes, famous athletes, including Tom Brady and LeBron James, and also Ned makes a movie? About the Bible that's very gory, mm-hmm. a la Passion of the Christ. Is that 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 is, I'm I'm guessing that's not good. No, no, it's it's quite bad. Okay, great. Um, I can't. Also, we find out com. This is the episode where we find out comic book guy's real name. Yes, sure. Even though no one ever calls him by that, he's still just comic book guy. No one ever calls him by his yep. real name ever. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. Can't wait. I'm so excited for another terrible episode. My, I am so joyous. You couldn't have lied to me, Matt. You couldn't have said this episode's actually good, and then I get a big surprise. Robbie, if there's one thing we talked about at the end of this episode, we don't remember last week's episode at all, so I'm hoping that the same thing will happen. Fair enough. Uh, that's next time. Uh, before we go, you can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman, and... My website is RobbieDorman.com, where you find links to part to links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. Uh, my newest novel, Splatterfest, is out today. You can go buy it right now. You can go read it right now. It's on. Uh, it's uh, available in digital and print. Uh, you can uh, buy it on Amazon. Read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. It's a slasher whodunit mystery. Uh, we're in a horror film festival where the celebrities are picked off one by one. You heard a big thing about it early at the very beginning of this episode, but go buy it. I'd really appreciate you checking it out. I appreciate everyone who does check out my books. I love you guys. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Yes. Uh, don't don't bother. Just just buy Robbie's book. That's what I'm gonna stick with. But because everyone needs a little bit of horror this time of year. It's it's not a. This is not this book in particular is not a very grim, dark whatever. This is more of a ironic, fun kind of slasher exactly a la scream so it is not one that will get you it's not going to make you depressed it will be you know it's like a friday the 13th type thing um buy my book buy my book uh that'll do it for us today i'm robbie 
And I'm Matt. And keep watching the subsets. Shh.